Hey, what's going on, everybody? Dylan Manfrey on hand. On this episode, I got to speak with Greg Johnson, a sports writer for the Trentonian. Got to share his story, what it's like to cover sports during this coronavirus pandemic, and really get into his story and how he got interested in sports writing. Hope you all enjoy it. What's going on, everybody? Dylan Manfrey on hand for the Sport Profile again. Um, so happy to be joined by Greg Johnson of the Trentonian, a newspaper at, based out of Trenton, New Jersey, uh, Mercer County. How are you doing today, Greg? Hey, Dylan, doing great. Thanks for having me on. Of course. So let's just talk about, like, you know, your journey, how you got uh, to where you are now. I know you are at Rutgers. Um, yeah. So when in your life did would you really think that you really wanted to become a reporter and really make a career out of this? Sure. Um, so like a lot of kids, you know, growing up, I was just really into sports, watching sports, uh, looking at sports stats, scores in the newspaper. Um, I was never really great at playing sports, unfortunately. I mean, you know, I was, you know, casually, you know, I had fun playing with friends and, and played on like a JV baseball team in high school. Sure. Um, but I kind of, um, you know, sort of, I always enjoyed following sports and watching sports, and I was always really good at writing. Um, when it came to English class, um, I was really good at essays and always going to convey myself through words. So I thought, why not just put two and two together and um, write about sports? Um, so that's really where it started, I think, in, in high school when I just realized I was really good at writing essays in English class. And I really enjoyed watching and following sports and um, wanted to pursue sports journalism. You know, some kids in high school, like they'll, a lot of them will be like, oh, I hate writing essays. And every and everything else, how they just don't like it at all. Did you happen to take a liking to it a little bit because you said you liked writing? Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, um, I mean, I, I uh, really enjoyed English class. It was just something where um, I was always good at conveying myself through words, and for whatever reason, I just kind of had a niche for for writing. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, it was something I think that I appreciated more than maybe other students did. Sure. When you were at Rutgers, like what, what were uh, yeah. what were some of the things that you got involved in um, to really just hone your journalism craft? Yeah, um, so I got involved with the Daily Targum, the on-campus student newspaper. Um, actually, as early as my sophomore year, um, my freshman year, it just didn't really quite work out uh, with getting involved, and it also I think was you know worked out better for me to start my sophomore year because like a lot of freshmen, I think at various colleges, people just have a little bit of a transition period with you know getting used to, to classes and college life. So it worked out better for me, um, yeah. Anyway, in the long uh, scheme, uh, yeah, I started writing um, fall of my sophomore year, which was uh, 2012, so almost eight years ago, mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, the way it worked at Rutgers was um, they would assign beats to various writers just for the various sports teams. I started off in the fall. So I was doing uh, men's and women's golf at Rutgers, really? which, as you can imagine, yeah, as you can imagine, I mean, obviously it's it's not, uh, you know, the sport everyone wants to be covering, but, um, you know, you kind of go into it with understanding that, you know, you have to work your way up a little bit and you're not going to just you're not going to just get, you know, stuck on football the minute you start writing. Yeah. Uh, so I understood that, and I was just kind of a humble kid at the time that just wanted an opportunity, so I was just, like, ecstatic to be able to do that because, for me, it was like, wow, this is, you know, to get to do any kind of writing for the student newspaper was just awesome. 
Um, so, uh, so that's how it, how it started really. And, um, I also started taking journalism classes, um, that year because I needed a certain number of credits to get into the school of communication and, and information at Rutgers, um, mm-hmm. anyway. So I, so I really got started with the classwork as well as the writing portion on campus at the student newspaper my sophomore year. Nice. So have you always been like just a writer like, or have you done like other radio stuff or any made any on-camera appearances? So uh, there was a WRSU, uh, that's the, the uh, sports radio station at Rutgers. Um, I did not do that. I mean, I did make a couple radio spots just for um, a couple different things while I was there. I mean, um, I appeared on WNYC radio um, actually in the fall of my senior year. Um, I'm not sure if people remember this, but this is back when Ray Rice was involved with domestic violence. Um, and there was the, yeah, there was the video of him in the elevator. Um, and it was a big news story with Rutgers because he's a Rutgers alumni, you know, probably the best player to, you know, to, to, to ever play through, to come to Rutgers and, and to start, sure. uh, start there. So, um, yeah, so that was a big story, and I, I was on the radio for that. Um, so just a couple of radio spots, but uh, it wasn't something that I really pursued um, that much on my own. How have like your experience in college um, really helped you get get you to where you are today? Did you like do internships and stuff like that in college? So yeah, I mean, just getting that on campus experience with journalism was just huge. I mean, um, that laid the foundation for everything first off um you know with journalism especially it's a field that it's not a course where you can just text books and get a degree and think you're going to get somewhere you have to apply yourself in the field that's what people want to see uh first of all and it helped me being just being at Rutgers uh because I ended up interning at the Trentonian um the summer after my junior year um I had reached out to Kyle uh, Franco, the sports editor at the Trentonian at the time, who's still a sports editor, and he went to Rutgers as well. So it was something where he kind of, you know, also knew, hey, like, you know, he had done the same thing in college, worked the same newspaper, so he, he knew the tradition of the paper, the reputation of it, and so, like, he, you know, kind of kind of knew what I was doing there. Definitely. Um, and trusted that I was getting the right training and everything, so um, I got an opportunity um with a Trentonian and that ended up becoming my job then after I graduated. So, you know, that can work out for a lot of people too, where if you intern somewhere, there's a good chance you can get get a job there later on, or if you just make good connections, those people can help you get a job somewhere else. Um, if they don't have room for you or, you know, whatever. So, um, so yeah, I mean that, that, uh, experience of writing for the on campus newspaper led to my internship, which which led to my job. So, Mm -hmm. Now, how how important is it for like for you to know the right people? But talk about the networking um, of it of it as well, because like you mentioned, you know, you just you had interned and you know reached out to Kyle. But you know, that's mm-hmm. some. I guess that you can say that's a situation about who you knew or that you reached out. Right. Some people for some people who don't have connections, what's really the best thing they can do? Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the best thing is, is, you know, to be on Twitter with your work, to be, to be engaging with other writers, to just reach out to people, you know, uh, 
you know, say, hey, uh, this is what I've been doing. I uh, just want to, you know, pass along my, my resume and, 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 and some of my uh, samples. If, if, if you want to just email some, some sports editors. Uh, yeah, it's really important to just get in touch with as many people as you can. Just try to make connections, try to talk to people. Um, I mean, if you go to events and are covering events, you know, if you see other reporters, go up to them and then talk to them. Try to, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, make connections really is everything in the field. So, so yeah, it's, it's really important to, to, to just reach out to people, you know, over email or, or when you're out in the field to just go up and talk to people. If you're just isolated and in your room uh, doing all this stuff and don't ever talk to anybody, um, yeah, that, that's not going to help your, your job prospects. So, so yeah, it just, it just helps to, uh, get out there and talk to as many people as possible, really. Now, now you all, with the Trentonian, like you also served, um, on the NFL beat, I think covering the Giants for a few years, right? Yeah. Um, well, I started off just doing Rutgers football because that was what I had been doing in college. And then we kind of just twitched things up a bit. And instead of being Rutgers, I started doing the Giants in the fall of 2017. Um, so uh, I just finished my third season um, doing stuff with them. And, and obviously now with NFL free agency and the draft coming up, um, doing some more writing with them, uh, especially now because that's you know one of the few things we've got really yeah. to report on with the coronavirus. So Yeah, and I was going to ask, um, like, how, are, how are you really – how are you guys really um, coming up with ideas, you know, during, you know, this time? Because a lot of sports are really canceled. You know, the NFL is really the only thing making headlines. So are you guys, um, are you guys like struggling to find stories or like what's, what's really um, the day-to-day for you guys? Yes, that's exactly it. I mean, it's, it's, it's a day-to-day thing at this point. Um, uh, we're, we're, we're trying to figure that out. I mean, you know, for this week, um, we were able to do awards for, for winter sports. I mean, like, because we had various high school sports seasons that just wrapped up. Yeah. Um, so we did awards articles for those, which, which we always do. And, um, uh, yeah, I mean, going forward, um, it's really a day-to-day thing. I mean, we're just, just trying to figure out uh, how, how we're going to handle things. Um, you know, I, I'm going to be doing some, some Giants columns and uh, just various, various content on, on, on the free agency stuff with them. And previewing some stuff leading up to the draft um, there in April, um, but uh, yeah, we haven't really figured out the long-term plan yet, just because uh, we don't, you know, we obviously don't know how long this some of this stuff will go on for with yeah. the social distancing and not having sports. Um, so yeah, I mean, we were able to get through this week pretty well, just uh, you know, largely because of, of our winter sports season ending and doing stuff to wrap that up. Um, but. Uh, yeah, going forward, it's really just just day to day right now. With all this that has been going on with the you know the coronavirus, you know pe- a lot of people have lost their jobs. Like, and you know with sports being canceled, this is people's livelihood. This is their job. You know, were you, <clears throat> you know, what was really going through your mind as you're seeing like you know new new things develop. You know, and being a reporter, going through all of you know this craziness. Sure, yeah, I mean, well, first I just started thinking about, you know, when sports getting canceled, I mean, all the arena and stadium employees that, uh, you know, this is their livelihood and need to get paid, and just hope that teams will be taking care of them. Um, you know, you, you start thinking about the economy, just all the different jobs uh, people were working. 
um, where they may, you know, I mean, as, as more and more things are closing down, businesses are closing down, you just, just hope that people are going to be okay and, and, you know, and that businesses, you know, that, that, that majority of businesses can still be, you know, thriving in some way and, and, and that a lot of these, you know, employees can still be getting paid somehow. Uh, but for me personally, um, I mean, I haven't been concerned about my job security really. I mean, there's been some talk, uh, with sports that, um, you know, some of us may have to pitch in a little bit with some general news reporting at some point. Um, if we're not able to produce, um, yeah, we're not able to produce a lot of sports content, uh, for the foreseeable future, just because this could go on for a while. And, you know, um, so that's kind of up in the air at this point as far as, um, yeah, some of us may have to help out with that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, for me personally, um, it's, it hasn't freaked me out too much in terms of my own job security. It's just, uh, it's just really not knowing, um, how long we're going to have to cope with this for. Yeah. That's just, yeah. Just having that unknown in our heads is, uh, it's just, yeah, kind of freaky, but, um, but yeah, just, but yeah, just in general, I've just, just been thinking about the whole, the economy as a whole and, and all the different jobs out there that, that where people are compromised right now. So. When you are going to a game and, you know, everything is as normal, I guess, you know, how obviously like you prepare to write your story, you might pre-write a little bit, but what does it take for you to really go into a game confident saying, you know, I know I'm ready for this event. I know I, I have my angle to my story. Well, yeah, it's just, it's just being prepared. I mean, I guess, you know, just making sure you go to an event and done, you know, your research beforehand, you, you, you like, you have an idea, like, like a good idea of just the context of, of the game and, and what kind of perspective, uh, you know, is going to be good to, to be thinking about as the game is going on, you know, with, with the various backstories of the teams. Um, so, you know, you want to do a little bit of research beforehand and then when I cover a game, it's, you know, it's really just, you know, kind of seeing how the game unfolds, um, you know, figuring out what's in, what's most important to highlight um, and then just, you know, sort of intertwine that with the uh, backstories of the teams and, uh, yeah, just figuring out a good angle from there. Are there any, like, misconceptions about the sports journalism industry? Because people will say, um, you know, these narratives that might be true or that they aren't true. People will say, like, yeah, it's so hard to find a job in the sports journalism industry, yet you'll see on social media people posting about, oh, I got this internship, oh, I got this job. So it really is like, you know, it's a little misleading. So I'm wondering if in your experience that, you know, there were any misconceptions that, you know, people were told to you that, you know, once you were, you know, really doing this, you found out were, weren't really true. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's definitely not easy to find a job in, in a field that's like, like, you know, like networking. That's why it's really important to be doing that um, because, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's something where... Um, it's not easy, and you know you really have to put yourself out there. Um, I mean, I'm not sure about misconceptions. I mean, I think, like, I think, I guess maybe just early on in college, I, I, you know, I wasn't made quite aware of how hard it would actually be. I mean, I felt like, you know, in in school, maybe they, they don't always, you know, quite tell you like how hard it can be. But I mean, as far as misconceptions in the field, I mean, I guess you know some 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 big things that come up are you know some things I can get them like tickets to games and like that with my credentials and. Like no, it's it's not quite like that. Yeah. Uh, there's you know there's certain perks that people think sports writers have. Yeah. That's probably the main misconception out there. But yeah, as far as you know, finding a, finding a job, I mean, yeah, it definitely is tough. Sure. So yeah, it's tough to make it out to be for sure. So. Yeah, um, I definitely understand that.
Um, what are some ways that, you know, you find, you know, angles to your stories? Um, yeah, I mean, when it comes to game stories, um, I, you know, one of the big things that I, that I try to do is to just, um, see kind of going in what, what the history of the, of the teams are, um, you know, what, like, see if any players have any milestones coming up or, or, you know, certain trends, uh, with, with players and teams as far as like the stats go, um, try to highlight the most important things you know, as far as those within, within game stories. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for, for future stories, it's really about, I think, just, um, like, for example, if, you, if you're profiling someone individual, yeah, just doing research on that person, but just when you call them, really really being a good listener and asking good follow-up questions based on what they're saying, and sort of just letting them um, paint the angle for you, you know, I mean, to just, just talk to people and um, see what they say that, that's, that's interesting. Um, and kind of go from there, you know, just, just figuring it out as it, uh, comes really as far as. Definitely. Yeah. Just, yeah. Is it tougher to do like on deadline? It's definitely something where, yeah, I mean, on deadline, it's, you know, can be more challenging, but I mean, the more you do it, the more, the more repetition that, that you have with right on deadline, it becomes easier for sure. Yeah. And, um, you know, so like once like the, I guess clock hit zero at the end of the fourth quarter. How much are you really expected to have right. in your story? Like, what what percentage of your story would you say is done? So, I mean, you know, it depends what kind of deadline I'm working with. Like, obviously, if, if the game's during the day, um, like in the afternoon, it's, it's not an imperative for me to have a lot written. The game is later at night. And, um, you know, a lot of, you know, yeah, for a lot of instances, if it's close to the deadline, um, I have most of the story done besides quotes, really. So I would say maybe, like, um, 60, 70% of the story uh, could be done, you know, if uh, if I'm working with a, with a tight deadline and the game's ending, say, like, an hour before deadline, and um, the only thing I have left to do is, you know, the press conference or, or you know, the interviews, however I'm doing them, and really just adding quotes and a few more um, context details uh, from the game to my story. Sure. Was there ever, like, a validating moment for you, you know, going through the – or throughout your career that you really just pinch yourself and say, like, hey, I'm, like, I'm really here? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, when I um, first started interning, I mean, one of the first opportunities I got, I guess, summer of 2014 was um, I was able to cover uh, the rehab assignment for, for CC Sabathia from the Yankees pitching for the Trenton Thunder. Um, you know, I'm a big baseball fan. That was one of my favorite sports growing up. I uh, always enjoyed watching the Yankees. So, um, for me, that was one of my first big opportunities. And, uh, like, being in a press conference there and getting to ask Cece Sabathia a question was um, really cool for me. And it was sort of like, you know, hey, like, I'm here <laughs> kind you, of thing. Were you a Yankees fan growing up? Oh. Yep, yep. Always was. Ever. Yeah, I really – I mean, I, I got into baseball um, – for my aunt that was a Yankees fan and really started watching the sports and watching the Yankees, uh, you know, I guess as far back as 2002, really. So, uh-huh. for, yeah, for a long time now. All right. What would you say is like, <sighs> your best advice for somebody who wants to really, you know, go into this industry and really just, you know, wants to get a start, you know, getting experience and doing um, just really anything journalism related? 
Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is to apply yourself to get as much writing experience as possible, to just, you know, keep writing, keep looking for opportunities, talk to people, try to network with people. Um, it's really important to put yourself out there and get as much experience for your resume as possible because that's what prospective employers want to see is what have you done out in the field, yeah. not what have you read in a textbook. Um, they want to see what kind of experience you have, um, you know, what... What, what sort of pieces that you've done. So, yeah, I mean, really try to do a varied uh, mix of different kinds of features and game stories and just, you know, get as much experience and a lot of different sports writing like playing as possible, really. Just put yourself out there in as many different avenues as you can. You know, write for multiple outlets. You know, if, if you get an opportunity to, to write for for various online, you know, publications, uh, you know, that's really good. Just just put yourself out there in as many different places and, and, and just keep writing as much as you can. Really, so definitely. Um, all right, Greg, I really, really appreciate your time with this. It means a lot to me, and I'm really looking forward to sharing your story. Hey, guys, thanks so much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Stay safe, wash your hands, and thank you all so much for continuing to support the sport profile.